0: Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Ruschak. I'm here with special guest, David Miney and his wonderful book, Eating to Live, and your wonderful wife, who is the certified nutritionist and behind this book. So welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So what gave you, I know you're a nutritionist, but what gave you the inspiration to put everything into the book?
1: So unfortunately, I have had a very miserable, painful, sick life. Started when I was a teenager, diagnosed with Crohn's and colitis, and then developed severe arthritis, back issues. 1999, got neuropathy in my feet that were very painful and burning. And then the ultimate scare, I got bladder cancer ended up with 21 tumors that got removed over three separate surgeries, two rounds of chemo, and I was a mess. And so we started in 2018, we had an opportunity to work with a doctor that helped us look at my health a little differently. He has a restorative medicine practice, which is really different in this day and age. Mm -hmm. And he said that, uh, Over the years, all these different doctors I was working with had put me on five separate medications for pain and all kinds of issues. And he said, we can, through nutrition, uh, rebuild your immune system. And what we found out is I had a leaky gut that substances and bacteria and food particles were getting through into my bloodstream and causing severe inflammation, which was compromising my immune system. And so Carla decided, and I decided to write this book in March of 2020, and she went back to school and got certified as a functional nutrition counselor. And so we started this journey of taking back my health, getting rid of all the medications, Everything's in remission, cancer's in remission, my neuropathy and my feet's in remission, arthritis in remission, every single thing I'm doing now with just food and no pharmaceuticals or over-the-counter medications.
0: Well, that's wonderful because what people don't realize is 95% of your health comes from your gut. If your gut's not happy or healthy, none of you is happy or healthy. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: And there's so many um, supplements out there that say gut health, we, you know, the probiotics, the, I don't know if your Plexus, ProBio, I just to name a few, they're out there because if your gut's not happy, you're actually not doing anything for your health.
2: Exactly. So um, most people are suffering with some form of inflammation, they're going around and they're you know because of the microbiome being compromised in their gut mm-hmm. and like david said they have a leaky gut where things are getting through the intestinal wall that should not be only nutrients should be flowing through that intestinal wall but particles are coming in and causing inflammation in various parts of their bodies so it can be their brain and they can have brain fog and memory issues, headaches, all kinds of things. It can be in their joints and the body, the achy joints. It can be in their bowels so that they've got digestive issues, gas, bloating, constipation, uh, diarrhea, you know, a myriad of things. And it can even lead to like David's cancer or diabetes, or, I mean, it can be something severe as an autoimmune condition. There are a lot of things that are caused from that. So Most people are walking around with some form of inflammation and if it gets big enough and bad enough, they're going to have an outward manifestation of that.
0: Right. And we don't, we go to our doctors. What do doctors do? We go, oh, here's a pill for this. Here's an acid. Here's a injection. Here's a, oh, we have to remove A, B, or C. You know, we don't talk about how to get your stomach healthy because if your gut is not healthy. Is just going to go deteriorate more. We see this change your diet. Okay. Well, if you change your diet and you don't change the underlining condition, you're not doing anything. Right.
1: Can I share something really interesting that we learned? Sure. I got on probiotics, prebiotics, another supplement that was supposed to repair my gut and they didn't work. And the reason being is there are certain foods and certain beverages that contain certain things that will open up the lining in the small intestine. And once that permeability happens and those are open, that good bacteria and those things that those products are supposed to do won't work. So for example, for me personally, I am not able to do gluten. Gluten has a spike protein that gets lodged in the intestinal wall and opens up those junctions. And so if you keep eating the bread, in my case, the gluten, it keeps that junction open. And you keep eating it, it keeps it open. And it doesn't matter. You can't stop the bad bacteria. You can't stop I found out that I had a lot of food sensitivities that were getting into my bloodstream. Well, if you picture your immune system, like the army Navy air force Marines, Mm -hmm. they're all fighting and attacking these particles. And what they do is they get overwhelmed, which compromises the immune system. So for me, and with Carla's help, we were able to find those foods that were getting through my leaky gut, and I just stopped eating those. And I couldn't, on some of them, I couldn't be 80-20 or 90-10. I had to be 100% compliant. Then guess what? My gut started healing. And then when I started using probiotics, right, and prebiotics and those things, they started working. Does that make sense?
0: No, it makes perfect sense. I mean, I've been through medical conditions half my life. I mean, food sensitivities in and out of the hospital. I mean, I've been through it. So I understand the whole gut health and needing to find what you're eating that's making your immune system worse. And for me, it was actually quit going to the doctors and quit taking the pills (laughs) (laughs) and experimenting with food to get healthy. That's
1: exactly what we did. And that's what the book's about, is that my health journey and connecting all these dots and then working with Carla and her nutrition and three exceptional doctors that really led us and guide us that are not, you know, they don't prescribe, right? Mm -hmm. They're not into the medications. They're all about functional nutrition, and that is finding the foods and beverages that are going to create optimal health for you.
2: And right. that's different for everybody. And that's what I like about functional nutrition is it doesn't sit here and say, you should eat this. You should drink this. You should do this. Functional nutrition says you're the scientist, your body's the lab experiment, and you figure out what foods are causing inflammation in you. And when you eliminate those foods and add in foods that you, your body likes, you will see your health improve. Right. So it's about, it's individualized.
0: Right. It could be you need a vegetable fruit diet and some people need a red meat diet. Some people, you know, it depends on the person. You can't say, oh, I'm going to go do keto or I'm going to go do a vegan diet or it doesn't work that way. You have to find what works for you. Exactly. Exactly. So
1: well,
2: we, we know have... there's some foods that, like sugar, we know sugar causes mm-hmm. inflammation, and there's no question about that. They've tried mm-hmm. to, you know, ta- you know, in the standard American diet, has tried to say, oh, it's sugar's not that bad, but we know that sugar because it's an anti-nutrient. It has been processed to the point it gives you no nutritional value and it needs vitamins and minerals to steal from your bones and your blood and everything else to process it. So we know that one causes inflammation and most people need to you know, reduce, if not eliminate the bulk of their sugar because that's going to cause inflammation. We know
0: that. Well, if you look at your, any diet, if you remove sugar, what do you automatically do? you lose weight. So Mm -hmm. you have all these commercials out there to do the sugar-free diets to lose weight. Well, what they're actually saying is you take the sugar out and you're reducing the water volume from the inflammation. Exactly. Inflammation is the big culprit in why your
2: cells, your immune system, like David says, is attacking itself. And so when you remove the sugar, the immune system takes a break and says, oh my gosh, We don't have to do all this work. And all of a sudden it can go to work repairing damage. Mm -hmm. And that's when your cells release the water and the toxins and some of the crud that it's been holding on to. So you can see that's going to help lose weight, but we're, you know, we're not focused on that losing weight as much as we are on what's it going to take to get you healthy.
0: Right. I mean, we think that just because you're losing weight, you're getting healthy. This is an American mindset. If you lose weight and you have a mass body index BMI at a certain point, then you're healthy. Well, that's not generally what it is. You have to have your gut healthy because you can have 200 different medical conditions going on, but your BNMI is work in the range. Your weight is in the range. You eat healthy according to what a doctor says you should eat to our food pyramids, but yet we're sick. Yep. It's true.
1: So what, what health issues did you struggle with? get Um, you interested in this?
0: Well, I've had gastro um, epilepsy. I have food sensitivities, like up the wazoo. Then I, in 2016, I wasn't keeping any food down, including water.
1: Oh no! So, and our
0: 2011. I'm sorry. Let's back up a little bit. And then we found out I end up having two strokes and brain surgery because. I have this mass that had to be removed. It was a arterial venous malformation avm, but it's started with being found by my gut yep,
1: yes,
2: exactly. exactly, and people don't understand the connection they don't they don't know the importance of gut health, and that's really what we tr- we're trying to focus on is what is it gonna take to help make your have you have a healthy gut and mm-hmm. when you do you're gonna People are going to see increased energy, b- brain fog goes away, the joints feel better, their bowels work better. I mean, just everything starts working better when your gut's healthy.
0: Yeah, I see. I was going through pre-diabetes. So yeah. what do I do? Take away the sugar because, you know, I don't want to get worse. My weight's fluctuating everywhere. Then I got down to, I can't eat anything. So we went from, I can't eat anything to what can I eat? Yeah. And when you're being fed just liquids, you learn what you can and cannot eat.
2: Yeah,
1: that's where we've been. I had brain fog so bad.
0: I actually thought
2: he was in early stage dementia and his and the kids would come to me and say, Is dad, his dad got dementia? Because he just repeated himself three times to us. Or we had a conversation and he says, we never talked about something and we did. And I go, I don't know. I I don't know what's happening.
1: And that's why when we get interviewed or we're on podcasts or we're with people, we really tell everybody what a walking miracle I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, since you talked about all your food sensitivities, when we figured out I had 30 food sensitivities, things like we thought, it would be great to eat salmon three days a week to get the omega threes right and get the mm-hmm. omegas. And for me, that's a really bad thing for her. It's great. But then we found out I can do spinach. She can't do spinach. Mm-hmm. And, and these that's are good
2: her- foods. You know, these are good foods for you. Right. But we all have to figure out what foods work for us individually. Exactly. And he, he has a better memory than I do now. I mean, it's when he says, when he says, I say that he's a walking miracle, not just his help, but seriously, there are times I just sit there and go, he will remember something and I go, wow, your memory has gotten better than mine. Mm -hmm. And that's just in the last three years.
0: Yeah. See, I can't do it. Anything that comes from water. So if it grows in water, I can't eat it. (laughs) Oh dear. Wow. So yeah, that's one of the sensitivities. It wasn't just salmon or tuna or shellfish is anything that comes from watery. So kale, I can't do kale, but I can do spinach. So it, you know, each person has food sensitivities. We have to look at it from an individual point of view. Right. And they, they,
2: people are always struggling when I have a client and we take them on what we call an elimination protocol. So we eliminate all the highly inflammatory foods and we, we, they, they clear what we call clear the muddy waters. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then they start adding these foods back in one at a time and they go, I've always been able to eat gluten. I've always been able to eat peanut butter. Why am I having a problem with it now? Cause they'll have skin or skin will break out in psoriasis or acne or something like that. And they'll immediately know. And I said, see, over time, your body has, has the problem that David talked about in the beginning, these foods have been getting through and now your body can't tolerate them. So yes, you could eat peanut butter before or gluten or sugar or whatever. And your immune system was solid and fine, but after a while, it just gets, they actually, in my schooling, they called it the shag carpeting, the villi that's along the intestinal wall gets worn down till it's Berber. And, you know, it it just gets worn down. And then in our forties, fifties and sixties, we start having all these food sensitivities that we never had before.
0: I mean, we see this all over the place. We see how many kids are getting more and more food allergies now, how many kids are, you know, having brain fog or whatever. Struggling other with
2: obesity.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Diabetes that we didn't have 50 years ago. Exactly. So we have to start looking at health from the stomach, not yep. just what we're putting into it, but we have to look at the individual. What can we in truth eat? Yep.
1: Well, and there's more to it than that. One of the the doctors that we've been working with and what Carla's learned at her functional nutrition schooling is that most of the foods that we eat now don't, they're deficient. So for me, I was deficient in vitamin D3. So I've had to add vitamin D3. I've added B12. I've added potassium. I've added omega threes. And so, uh, so, and vitamin C has been really critical. And I think what's so interesting is Carla and I have been so fortunate that we started this path in 2018, because when we moved into COVID in 2020, my immune system has just been supercharged, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we were meeting with our doctor and we were looking at our vitamin D range, and we got in the discussion about COVID, what was interesting, he said, "If you were to get COVID, right? He said, the odds for us both, because of the work we've done on our immune system, is that our if we did get it, our symptoms would be very minor. So I, in 2020, March of 2020, I got COVID. I didn't know it, I didn't get tested. Uh, This last year in February, we happened to be doing a a body scan and they were offering a test to see if we had the antibodies for COVID. Mm -hmm. And so we both took the test and we both had the antibodies, which means that we had had COVID. And the only time I had been sick in all of 2020 and 2021 was March of 2020. So I must have gotten it there. And it was just like a minor flu. Mm -hmm. Carla had when you want to share with her what you had.
2: Yeah, I just had one day of lost my voice and one day of congestion. And so I didn't think I'd had it. So the doctor was correct. He says, I don't think you'll get it. But if you do, you'll have minor symptoms, because your vitamin D levels are so high. And because your immune system is not so busy working on all the inflammation that it used to have to work on.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and that's really our message to you and to your, all the people that listen to your show is that really as in, in America, I'm not going to talk about the rest of the world, but what if we all were focused on what do we got to do to build our immune systems and the immune system comes from a healthy gut, like you've talked about
2: mm-hmm.
1: And with a healthy gut, that means that we don't have the inflammation in our bloodstream that the immune system's fighting. And so if our immune system is not compromised and is super healthy, like Carla's and I are now, you know, then we can battle these viruses as they come along.
0: Right. I mean, okay, you take your vitamins. I mean, most, 95% of Americans need to take vitamins anyways. We're deficient in something. That's fact. I mean, you go to any nutritionist, they're going to say you need to be at least a minimum of multivitamin. But we take it and we go, oh, if you're increasing your vitamin D, your vitamin C, you increase the immune system, you're not going to get sick like other people get sick.
2: It's true. It's proven that there's the, the, especially vitamin D Mm -hmm. that if you're not deficient, if you can get that up, so it's not deficient under 30, uh, it will, it, you, you won't get a sick, even if you get something, you won't get as sick as if you're under 30. They've, they've, they've shown that.
0: Yeah. That's science right there. We ignore science in the media, but
2: Real science says
0: <laughs> yeah, if you take yeah. your vitamins and you have a healthy immune system, you're not going to get sick with some of these other problems as you would someone right. else. Exactly. And
1: here's the thing that for me is I thought because I was eating dairy and I was eating salmon and I was eating wheat, things that I'm have food sensitivities too. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm doing the things I need to keep healthy, and it's just the opposite. Mm-hmm. If I had thought, okay, why am I so sick all the time? Well, I trusted in doctors who have no nutritional
2: uh, education not or much.
1: background. Say not much. Not much.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank Don't you. Yeah.
1: Not much. And they're trained to look at symptoms or do surgery and, or uh, give a prescription that might, you know, help with the condition, but they never do things to help us solve. Not one time since 1999, have I ever had a doctor call up and go, David, you've been on Lyrica since 1999. And I think it's time for us to get you off that medication. Have you ever had anybody ever call you and say, we need to know, get off No, because that's meditation. how
0: big pharmacy makes their money. Exactly. Here's another pill. When you yep. take Lyrica or Gabapentin or, you know, these other ones that I've been on, they want to keep you on them. They get you yep. hooked on them. And then you're not thinking, hey, I want to get off them at some point. It doesn't matter if it's a probiotic that's prescribed, a neurological you know, pain blocker, a beta blocker, whatever the pill is, there is not a doctor else there saying, we're going to do this for a short term while we're finding out what's causing this symptom. Exactly. They don't go to the root cause. They don't look mm-hmm. at the root cause.
2: And many times the pill that they give you has side effects that they mm-hmm. have to give you another pill for mm-hmm. to deal with. So most doctors, you know, they've got patients if they're over 50 on seven to 15 medications. That's the average. And, you know, nobody's trying to get them off of them. And so when we started working with a doctor that said, let's get you off these medications, we were like, woohoo, you know, what, what can we do? David didn't think he'd be able to just because he needed them to survive. But what he found out is once he removed the inflammation from his body, he didn't need the pain pills.
0: Mm -hmm. In 2011, at the age of 28, I was on 15 prescriptions. Oh Oh my
2: gosh.
1: That's terrible. We're so sorry.
0: Yeah. And I took, I looked at them one day, I got fed up and I threw them all in the garbage. Uh Oh, (laughs) Oh,
1: you are lucky. (laughs) I worked with each doctor and went off one at a time and did it over a time period. Oh my gosh. You're amazing. If you were able to do that. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, probably wasn't the best thing to do. But time, I do not, do not say do this. But no. this is what I did because I was 28 years old. I'm yeah. mad because I'm on all these prescriptions. I can't, I'm in this mindset of I'm sick. I'm dying. I'm going to die anyways. And the pills don't make me feel better. Yeah. So that's where I was in 2011. So you're a walking miracle too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, you look at me, you can't tell I've had strokes. No. I mean, at 28, you shouldn't be having strokes. Right. So, you know, I threw all that away and I started working on food. Good. What I'm eating because I have a little bit of a nutrition background from where I was in culinary arts and part of culinary arts is learning nutrition and health. Uh So I had some of that background. So I was falling back on what I knew to be scientifically proven Mm. and started doing it myself. Good for you. That's awesome.
1: And that's sad that you and I and my wife, Carla have had to do this on our own, Mm -hmm. that there's no thing, nothing from the government that can help us. The the doctors, they don't ever ask when we were going through all my cancer issue, you know, Mm -hmm. and all these tumors, 21 tumors over two years that grew in my bladder, you know, no one ever sat and said, well, let's look at what you're eating. Let's Mm -hmm. see if what's causing inflammation. Why isn't your immune system working properly? You never get those questions.
0: I had one doctor say, I bet you have an autoimmune deficiency somewhere. Yep. One doctor, they never went any further than saying, I think.
2: Yeah. And And then they they diagnose an autoimmune condition and just give you pills for that. Yeah. They still don't ever address the root cause. Of the autoimmune deficiency they never talk about that or rarely you do find a doctor here and there i shouldn't say but you do find a doctor here and there well and we certainly have found some really good doctors that have helped us uh, for sure
0: sadly you have to go into the eastern medicine or mm-hmm. herbologic her i can't say the word The <laughs> Holist, you mean holistic thank, thank you <laughs> yep see there's some words i can't say that That's okay. but, Those are the doctors we need more of because they don't do here's a pill. Call me in the morning. Yep.
1: So did you know in the early 1900s throughout the United States there was over a thousand locations that did herbs and basically uh, nutrition that was all taken out. And I won't share on your uh, show on how that is. You can research that. But I was blown away where we were headed in the United States mm-hmm. for working natural, medicine. natural, that was Eastern and everything. And mm-hmm. there, and there was a very systematic way of getting rid of all of that to what we have today with doctors who only prescribe.
0: And Yeah. And the sad thing is we're seeing that to come back up now because yeah. people are getting so fed up with pharmaceutical regardless if it's Tylenol, or something you have to get prescribed to you, we're yep. tired of being sick and tired. Yep. Yep. Exactly.
1: I had my Lyrica at one time because of, we had to change insurance was going to cost me 700. It did. It cost us mm-hmm. $700 a month. That was just for Lyrica that I was also on Cymbalta,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? I can do do and I can just go down to all these medications. They kept adding and, you know, when I just, I remember I was so upset and my wife was like, why are you yelling? And I said, this is going to cost $700 a month
2: mm-hmm.
1: for this prescription. And, I, and before on my insurance, it was only $25, but it, our insurance changed.
0: What? I don't know why my phone and I will leave that out when we get it there. <laughs>
2: but- <laughs>
0: It's the insurance companies, they don't pay for all the insurance. Then you go to the prescriptions, and if you buy a prescription here in the US, you can usually get it cheaper in Canada.
1: Yep. Yes, or Mexico.
0: Or Mexico, <laughs> or anywhere else. But anywhere the US.
2: else, but the yeah. US. Yeah.
0: And if you have it sent in from these other countries, now it's against the law. Well, and the other thing is
2: they don't cover any supplementation. They Mm -mm. don't cover any probiotics, anything that would get you healthy and get you off these medications. They will only cover prescribed medications that are only making things worse.
0: It it is. And the thing is the prescriptions that they have only make you worse. They don't fix anything. They mask what the problem is.
1: Yeah. So my dad
0: for his entire life, refused to take medications for more than 30 days. If you can't, if the medicine isn't going to help me within 30 days, it's never going to help me.
1: Wow. Um, Great philosophy.
0: Yes. (laughs) And he would go back and forth with his doctors, but that's how he was. He would have pill bottles of brand new prescriptions everywhere in his house. And there would be decades old. Well, (laughs) I was on this back in here's the date I was on this pill. It didn't work. (laughs) That would be his, how he did things. Mm. I was on that once. It didn't work, find something else. And that was his philosophy. Mm. But at the same time, he had his foods that he ate. He would enjoy his alcohol beverages on his daily basis. And He lived his life the way he wanted to live.
1: So the second half of our book Mm -hmm. is about how Carla came up with four levels, level one, level two, level three, level four, that help people, nutrition, supplementation. I wrote a chapter on most people to get healthy have to come up with a really strong why. Mm-hmm. So for Carla and I, we blended two families together 20 years ago. So we're going to finish 20 years of marriage here soon. And we blended, she had three boys. I had three girls and a boy. And so we blended these families together. And so what's critical for us in this book is for me and my why is I want to celebrate. We were I was 45 years old when we got married. And so I want to celebrate our 50th anniversary and I want to be my mind working clearly. I want my body to work right. I want to be able to dance with her. I want to be able to celebrate our 50th anniversary. And that's why I work so hard on my health.
2: So everybody has to come up with a strong why. Mm -hmm. And if they have a strong why, I'm sure like you, where you didn't want to have strokes anymore and you did made the decision you were going to take your health into your own hands, a strong why, then they can, we have we have lots of ideas in the book of things they can do to improve mm-hmm. their health, not just food, but also all kinds of things to, to improve their health because sleep is critical uh, foundation to health. And so it talks about lots of things like that, but they can choose some of the things to try because every little bit of positive, uh, steps they make will make an overall difference in their life so david started this section with find your why and it's a really good section on for people to spend time figuring out why do i want to do this why is this important and when
1: things and when things go bad
2: or you get tough
1: or get tough you know a lot of people do emotional eating
0: mm-hmm.
1: right Or all the foods are designed to have high cravings. So if you try to get off of processed food or you try to get off of gluten, you try to get off of a beverage, sugar beverage, the cravings are just unbelievable, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we try to help people with all those things. And um, I apologize. We've taken up all our time. I'm sorry. No, it's
0: perfectly fine because this is one of those things that we have to tell people you know, you, there are ways to get healthy. There are ways to get off of those medicines. We have to start with diet. Then you hear people at say exercise. Well, what yep. does the exercise do? But increase endorphins to make you feel good. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Yep. And we it's do, so we true. do, we have a part in the book on exercise and sleep and drinking more water and, you know, dealing with stress because we know that stress, any kind of stress puts a lot of um, undue pressure on the digestive system and the gut. So mm-hmm. stress has a really bad effect on the gut. So there's a, there's a whole, you know, section uh, part two on all the different things that people can do to improve their health.
0: That is wonderful. Now, where can our viewers and our listeners find you?
1: So they can go to eating to And they can download our book for free. They can go to our website and there's a link they can click on and get the book if they'd like. The book's available on Amazon. It's also available on our website. If they want a paperback book, we just spent a month, my wife and I doing the narration and we're waiting for it to come available on audible. And we just so appreciate you bringing us on your show and being able to talk with you about our journey and to hear about your journey you're amazing i can't believe you had a brain mass and that you're here you are being able to do this presentation with us
0: yeah. well I, we are two walking miracles here today yeah. on the show and yeah. i thank you very much for being on the show today to both of you thank, thank you. you so very much and for all of our re- listeners and our viewers happy reading